0: Hey, 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 I hope you guys enjoy these what I'm calling podcast shorts for my burnout to all out community. This is just a little peek behind the curtain of the coaching that goes on inside of my programs. We're bringing to you some of the best nuggets and coaching I'm giving within hot seats of all of our different programs, whether it's our LinkedIn Method Academy our mini mastermind business basics, all the way up to our higher level mastermind. If you're hearing some of these questions and you're like, man, I wish I could get my burning question answered by Melissa. Hey, guess what? You could be featured on my podcast. If you've got a question that you want answered and you submit it to my team and we pick it, we will bring you here to the podcast for our podcast shorts and uh, do a hot seat with you. Where can you submit your questions? send them to teamburnout2allout.co. We'll make sure we drop that in the show notes for our podcast shorts. And I hope that you guys find as much value in these shorts as our clients do inside the program. Need some effective tactical advice that actually helps you get results and makes a real difference in your life and business? You've come to the right place. If you're finding yourself here today, it means you're getting ready to gain serious traction in your business, rapidly multiply your income and impact, and you're ready to make it happen while living all out. Guys, I'm Melissa Henault, your trustworthy corporate dropout turned six-figure business burnout, turned happy and healthy CEO of a multi-million-dollar online business, and you're listening to the Burnout to All Out podcast. On this show, we're serving up innovative growth strategies, simple implementation methods to put them into practice, and action stimulating inspiration tailored specifically for the modern entrepreneur. Let's dive in.
1: So, I'm making a shift in my niche, I made the decision okay. to move to the, you know, my my ideal client or my dream client to be from a corporate employee to an entrepreneur.
0: Ooh. Okay. That's a lot of clarity. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's like all these pieces are coming together and all the work that I've been doing in terms of my offers and all that still completely apply because mm-hmm. they can apply to someone in corporate or business, right? I'm just going to okay. go after the entrepreneur because, and this could be a story I'm telling myself, but I really believe this is in my intuition, what I'm finding from working with the clients that I have and having my launches and all of that. And I thought to myself and you guys, some of you for sure, Melissa, you might think this as well. Like I never spent a cent on myself when I was in corporate in 25 years. And I had Harvard level training. My company and a, and paid a good for it. income too, right? Huge income. I could have spent yeah. millions on, yeah. on coaches if I wanted to, but I didn't need to because my company paid. Now, of course, I could have maybe found my own coach and they would have paid all of that. But I've, i that has been so clear. These guys don't spend money on themselves the way entrepreneurs do in terms of personal development, success, leadership, all the things, right? So that's been an aha for me. And I've been, I realized, and I think you said this to me, and it's been in my head, corporate is my comfort zone, right? And that's where I've been. So I spent my whole career in HR. I saw myself as an HR executive, all the things, but I've I've been in business for 30 years, but I didn't identify as a business coach. It was more of a leadership coach, right? But it's all semantics. It's it's success. Mm -hmm. So it just feels completely aligned now to be talking to entrepreneurs because I think that they really could use my support. Mm -hmm. How do you transition though? Like, I'm thinking of my private, you know, I have a thousand people in my Facebook group. I have 1200 people on my email list, all the things that I've built. So they might not all be right anymore because if the niche is changing, do I slowly transition, which I've been starting to do, which feels like I'm just like, you know, plucking out each hair individually, or do I put a line in the sand and go into my group and say, look at here's what I'm doing and here's why. They can stay because I'm still going to talk about success and they'll be able to apply it to any area of their life Mm -hmm. or, you know, but you're going to start hearing me talk about this now in my content, in my lives, all the things. So I guess I'm looking for advice. Do I slowly transition or I just like pull off the bandage?
0: Yeah. What a great, what would you do? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I did it right. Yeah, exactly. So first of all, Question for you before we dive into that. With your coaching, are you going to be focusing more on self leadership or leadership of team or both? Here, I'll read you what I wrote this morning. I teach female
1: entrepreneurs how to build, grow, and run a successful business. I want to keep it simple. So build. Is my offer where it's a membership, it's $79 a month, it's mm-hmm. cheap because they don't have the money to invest right now. So I can give them really good tactics on how to continue to build their business. Mm-hmm. My my signature program, which is a six-month coaching program, is where I'm going to teach you to grow it. Mm-hmm. Call that free to strive or thrive. And then running your business, which is completely different than building it, is where is my one-on-one. I have a, a pro, uh, product I call Free to Arrive. So that's one-on-one with entrepreneurs that have already had a lot of success and can afford the more one-on-one.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So that's kind of what I'm thinking.
0: Yeah. Well, and the reason I ask is what I've seen, in my humble opinion, over the last four years, so a very short stint in running my own... I guess you could say eight years if you include network marketing is that a lot of people come to entrepreneurship with great ideas, even great solutions, even great products, but they have zero experience leading a team. And it is the rate-limiting factor of them actually being able to scale and succeed beyond being a solo entrepreneur. They end up burnt out their Mm -hmm. team. They have massive team turnover. They don't know how to build culture. They don't know how to build rapport, create vision. And I think it's a huge gap in entrepreneurship. I actually think that we would see more entrepreneurs thrive if they took leadership training more seriously. In my bias opinion, I think, and I'm not a great leader by all means, but I think that I had a head start in entrepreneurship because I had led a team for a decade. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of understood kind of people dynamics and role descriptions and how to check in with my team and how to level set expectations and how to... And that's I may be squirreling on something you have n- that you're not coaching on, or at all, or have any. Oh, no, interest I am.
1: In. I am. You're sure sh- for sure that would be I think a big piece of the signature program that six months gotcha. that grow. I could yeah. I could drop it a little bit in the building, but I think uh-huh. the way I'm envisioning it, the the entrepreneur that would come into the membership doesn't have a team yet. Right. Who knew? Right. But yes, that one that goes into my six-month signature program—they're scaling. They're probably having to build a team. They're getting to that point where they have to do that. Yep. Yep. Totally. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. So yes, that is part. Because I agree with you. Like most people, not most. There's a lot of entrepreneurs that don't have a lot of business acumen, which includes leading a team.
0: Right. Yeah. I've seen businesses implode from seven figures. Like one of my dearest friends, two now, I've seen their businesses just shoot off to seven figures and then just like mm-hmm. crumble because they just didn't know how to manage the growth, the people, the team, like, mm-hmm. and there was never any focus on it. There was never any focus on, I need to work on how to lead, right? Because they were the visionary Um, and that'll only take you so far, <laughs>
1: I totally agree. And then when you're under stress too, you can't be barking orders. They're not going to stay, right?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's my jam, engagement, leadership. That's what I've did for 30 years. So that'll be definitely a big marketing piece on the scaling, the, mm-hmm. the entrepreneur that wants to scale, which mm-hmm. is the signature program. Yeah. So I, you're right. Is I think Noel put it in here. I am, I'm answering my own question, right? I think it's just, because I like to be transparent. I think it's to go into these free or into my lists, into my leads, and tell them what I'm doing now?
0: Yeah. This is where you're going to... I've notoriously talked out of both sides of my mouth. So I'll let you think through it. It depends on if you want... I, I don't know what your revenue stream is now and if you're depending on it and if you're giving people an an option to just bail because you're changing direction. I know for me... What we did is I, for those of you, most of you know my story, all of you really know my story. My my business was founded on direct sales. It was teaching people in direct sales how to grow a business on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And about two, about a year and a half in, I had this huge epiphany that I really wanted to be working with service based entrepreneurs, that they were really my jam, I was having more fun coaching them, but I had this huge branding history of direct sales and LinkedIn. And I'll just tell you what I did and we can talk through what you want to do. I didn't make some huge announcement to my audience. I didn't make a huge, I didn't make a big deal out of it. I actually just shifted Mm. my message. I just started to shift what I was saying. I started to shift my copy when we started to, you know, recruit for launches. I took the word direct sales, social selling. Uh, I took all of that out and Mm. I just changed my verbiage and with our ads manager we took out direct sales as a market and um, we started bringing in a different audience and when i went to launch i it was awkward actually the the i'll tell you when i knew i was out of alignment and selling to direct sales my audience hadn't caught up to where i was okay
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and this was the launch that cost me more money than i then i made okay So I was already, it was becoming very evident to me. I was not aligned to really coaching and direct sales anymore. The energy wasn't there. I wasn't aligned to it. I was really excited and I had just outgrown it. I'd actually become really excited about the service-based entrepreneur because I was having success there and I wanted to coach people there and I wanted to coach someone how LinkedIn worked in that space, Mm -hmm. but we had already run ads and had marketed to use the same ads triggers we'd always had, right? And um, we went the launch and my message just fell flat. I mean, you guys, I opened cart and no one bought nothing, crickets. This was after making a million dollars in 19 months. So I hope this makes some of you feel better if you've done a launch and didn't make any money. I opened cart and nobody gave me a dollar, Okay, that was Thursday, Friday, still no sales, Saturday, still no sales, Sunday, I am like sweating bullets, I've spent probably, I spent like three or $4,000 on ads, at that point, my operating expenses for my team were about 10,000 a month, and I was already getting close to being in the red, and I'm like, what? you know, like, what the hell, we finally had two sales squeaking. Uh, like, closed, like the day the cart closed because we gave these two people like a really good deal because I was desperate to at least pay for my ads, right? <laughs> it
1: sounds so familiar.
0: <laughs> and it was awful. And that was the, but that was also the same week that Kelly, that was the, literally the same weekend. I spoke at Kelly Roche's Game Changers event where they had me on stage speaking to entrepreneurs who are service-based. This was when I like had a goose egg of a launch I can't see outside my little, you know, undercurrent of feeling sorry for myself. Right. And I have this whole sea of people who are service based entrepreneurs who really want to hear my message. And so that was a goose egg launch. I did my presentation for Kelly, like, you know, shaking my head, like, this is the wrong audience. And within moments, all week, I was getting DMs and messages from people all over the world that were service based entrepreneurs because they'd watched that live stream and they had a million questions for me about LinkedIn. And that was all the validation I needed that, oh, okay, like I've never been in this direction before, so I'm a little bit fearful. My message has always been this, and that's what always brought me revenue. I'm going to have to be willing to take a leap of faith and change my message if I want to attract a different audience because I mentally have moved over here, but my audience has not from a marketing standpoint, and I've got to let them know, right? So it was a very scary time, October, November, December. So remember, no money, like goose egg, October, November, December. In January, we came back to market with our first launch where we really spoke to service based entrepreneurs, changed our verbiage. Meanwhile, 90% of my audience inside my academy are still all in direct sales. And there's 10 that are like real estate agents, like brokers, like small Mm -hmm. But in my mind, I was already going here. I didn't say to them, hey, by the way, this is the direction I'm going. I continued giving them the value that they paid for. I was still coaching my model, but I was recruiting a whole new cohort at the same time. And I know my coaches felt it because in January, and I know you you felt it, Julie, because you were Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, what is she doing? Hang on. And then in January, you got a whole new cohort. And you're like, who the hell are all these people? They were like
1: a whole nother level, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: But I never, I never told anyone publicly what I was doing. If you're really consistent, and this is where Kristen can probably chime in, but the power of personal branding and having, being able, like, I hate to give you the visual of the Muppets, but it's like, it's at your will to change how people perceive you. It is at your will daily with the content you're putting out as to what kind of expert you are. Yeah. So we stopped talking about direct sales and we started just talking about online business, right? We started talking to our new avatar, but I didn't ignore my current clients. They're all still welcome. We just had a hot seat with my pod, my first Paul of the day. And one of them is like number one income earner in a direct sales company. She's still, they're still finding me, right? But um, your corporate people may still find you, right? Yeah, Because I'm
1: teaching the success principles. So yeah. you're right. I hear I hear what you're saying. So
0: but if you want to make an me. announcement, you can.
1: I just think no, I think I think you're right. I think you're right. I think I should
0: just quietly modify my message. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. And the critical key is to make sure you're if you're running ads that your ads manager is very clear yeah. on your shift in yeah. direction. Cuz guys, we went from losing money that October to a $167,000 launch in January. Yeah. Right, so yeah, that'll be like the literally change. zero sales, zero in four months to turning the ship, and then we just slowly changed over the year. You guys sensed it, you felt it, and it's not that we don't still serve anyone, regardless of whether you're an affiliate marketing, network marketing, whatever. But our core Your niche just changed. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay. No, that I think that makes sense. I think I'm going to continue because I was going kind of slowly, just changing. Mm-hmm. Instead of just dropping a word to the content, because when you're in your develop and Kristen knows it's her and I've talked about it, like you're talking in your content to that one person.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's mm-hmm. how I try to do it. Like I, you know, I think you're going to get client. much,
0: much more um, viable leads being really, really direct to the mm-hmm. entrepreneur. Right. Mm-hmm. When we're mm-hmm. trying to straddle both, that's when people aren't sure if you're talking to them anyway. Thanks guys so much for listening in on today's podcast episode. And I can't wait for you to see my upcoming guest in the next episode. You are going to love this keynote speaker. Hey, here's the deal. If you liked this, please subscribe and leave a review. And you want the latest online business growth strategies and exclusive LinkedIn pro tips sent straight to your phone? Text the word UPDATE to 704 318 2285. That is text the word update to 704 318 2285. Can't wait to see you guys. Come find me over on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, wherever you like to hang. I cannot wait to hear how you are enjoying and applying what you're learning. You guys reach out to me over on social because I love hearing what's resonating with you. When you reach out to me and you send me those personal DMs, they really do impact the content I continue to bring forward to you. So again, come find me, Melissa underscore Hinault over on Instagram, Melissa Hinault over on LinkedIn and Facebook. Can't wait to see you guys over there.